0: Love Talk Radio. Hi and welcome to our latest Outdoor Podcast. It is uh, mid-April. It's Tax day's around the corner. Jim's already got his figured out. I pushed mine till October, so I'm not worrying about it till football season. Uh, uh, Today, while we could probably spend another half hour talking about uh, North Carolina and the insanity that's going on there, we are not going to. I, I, I just, I cannot bear another minute of talking about what's going on in North Carolina. It's like this. I mean, right, Joey? You keep writing about it, but I just, I just, I don't, I just don't want to write about it anymore. It just, I, I'm tired. I'm tired of it.
1: Well, I'm tired of, I'm tired of it too. There was just something this week that happened. It was just bizarre. Where now they want to ban gay marriage in North Carolina. Well, that shows they really cared about repealing HB two.
0: Well, and then they want to, they want to, um, they want to remove. NC State and UNC from the ACC. If the ACC boycotts North Carolina again, I mean it's just in, in, it's insanity. So lots of lot. This is this is this is local politics. Instead, we're going to talk about a much more lively topic: outing transgender people. Uh, this week on Survivor, a a I guess that Survivor is kind of an, an anything goes. If, in case you haven't watched. Um, do anything you possibly could think of having to do to avoid getting kicked off the island. And uh, I didn't watch the episode, but apparently a gay man decided that uh, his 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 great idea was to out a trans a transgender person on the show. Did you watch the episode, Jim?
1: No, actually, I'm going to bed about 12:30 30 pacific i go to bed late and i got an email from jeremy brenner our young writer who said i really feel passionate about this i don't know what he's talking about and i it the episode aired yesterday so i posted it but it was uh their show where i guess they have you know like it's called survivor um oh, hell what's it survivor some game changers and so i guess i guess i don't know why everybody was a game changer but I guess they have those tribal councils where they're going to kick off one of, the, one of the new members, or one of the members is going. And so this guy, this Jeff Varner, who's openly gay, basically says, you are all been deceived. <laughs> There's a deception going on here, and he turns to Zeke Smith and says, Why haven't you told anyone you're transgender? And it was like, even for a TV moment, it was like a whoa moment. And. The, everybody was shocked, but then all the cast members turned on Varner, the guy who outed him, you know, cursing at him, telling him what he's doing is wrong. Um, it's personal. One guy said, you know, you ought to be ashamed of yourself for doing this just to win money. And Varner's d- defense was, I'm not using that as anything negative. I argue for the <laughs> rights of transgender people every day in the state of, wait for it, North Carolina. So You can't even escape North Carolina on Survivor. Here I'm arguing for my life. I got to throw everything against the wall. And it just be- it became this actually riveting 14 minutes of TV. And, you know, to where they're discussing this whole issue of outing and they're shaming the guy, uh, Varner, who outed Zeke. And Zeke actually, I'm amazed he kept his cool the way he did. And then he finally said, you know, I'm certainly not anyone who should be a role model for anybody else, but maybe there's someone who is a Survivor fan and me being out helps, this will lead to a greater good. And then, of course, they kicked Farner off the show without a vote, which I thought was the best kicker of it all.
0: Who, who kicked him off the show? The producers?
1: Well, they basically, the, the the host, Jeff Pro says, well, I guess we know who's leaving this week. I guess he sensed the mood of the group that was going to vote, <laughs> and they all said, yeah. And he goes, well, I don't think we need to vote. You're off the thing. And So it was like, it was one of those things that if they had taken a vote, it would have been unanimous, and everyone realized this guy had to go after that. But you know, it's, it's, TV, it's a TV show, but these, these shows reach millions of people each week. So countless millions, you know, who may not have thought much about transgender issues before, saw this sort of like in their mind in real time, because no one knew this was happening. Right. And the producers, I mean, we've dealt with reality TV before, but I don't think this is one where the producers set this up. I think this was a genuine moment, you know, like like you actually – you know, you went there, because even the host was really highly critical of him doing this, so this was not CBS setting this thing up for, like, ratings, this was a a really shocking moment, and it was Jeremy's favorite show, so he felt compelled to write about, which I'm glad he did, even though it wasn't really sports-related, it's something, you know, the whole outing issue, and the fact that it was a gay man that did it made it even more cringeworthy, it was kind of like, you know, what will people do to sort of, you know, throw away their principles for some money or whatever else, and... Um, so I, th- I thought it was a very instructive episode, um, and I'm curious to see oh, what yeah. Partner's life's going to be back when he gets back, to, you know when when it's now viewed in North Carolina, as you're the guy that at the trans person.
0: Well, he might he might be viewed as a hero by some people in North Carolina, but yeah, unfortunately, I don't care. It's not sports related, but it, it uh, you know it is it is pretty timely, and I guess there's some kind of activity going on in Survivor, so I guess we can uh, <laughs> we could call it. Sports, uh, sports adjacent, but we wanted to uh, – you know, we didn't want two cisgender guys talking about this um, without uh, the perspective of a trans person. We have Jamie Neal, who is a contributor at Outsports and writer at Yard Barker, joining us, uh, an, an athlete in Vegas. Jamie, there, there's, there's so many questions that I have for you. Um, I'm look, I'm looking at uh, first of all. Uh, did you hear about this this uh, this incident on Survivor where this gay man outed a, a, a trans person and 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 if well had you heard of it before?
2: Uh, I actually I read the piece probably an hour before uh, you had sent me a message asking me to come on and uh, I I was kind of shocked and appalled, just like you guys seem to be.
0: So you know being a a a a. a uh, Being a trans woman, what have you experienced as far as how gay men have treated you? He's a gay guy, not even understanding that you can't out a trans person.
2: Uh, My experience with the gay community has been pretty fantastic. I I play in a softball league with gay men and lesbian women. Um, I I've had nothing but acceptance from those people. Um, You know, I've I've hung out with you at the Sin City Shootout where I had no issues with anybody that I was aware of. So I guess that's kind of why it, was, it caught me so off guard that this happened, because aside from a small subset of this community who has made mention of wanting to drop the T off the LGBT banner, I, I haven't received any negative reactions from anybody in our community. So th- it just makes it, it highlights so much more, the the possible divisions within our own group.
1: Yeah, if you could maybe talk about that a little more because there are some LGB people who say T doesn't belong. And I disagree with that, but I I'd like to hear from you like why why what what in common do you think the T's have with the LG and the Bs?
2: I I mean I I think it's just the the group as a whole isn't seen or, or since its inception hasn't been seen as stereotypically normal. And so, you know, in the in the T community, there are plenty of trans people who identify as, uh, as heterosexual, as bisexual, or as homosexual. There's plenty of trans women who are still attracted to women, plenty of trans women who are attracted to men, vice versa with trans men. So I, I feel like the the community as a whole, there's there's so many overlapping layers between who you're attracted to and and trying to find yourself and and maybe you go down a path and you're like hey you know what I'm not really into men only or I'm not really into women only or hey at, at one point I thought I might have just been a really flamboyantly gay man I I lived that life for a good six or seven years and so navigating down the non-cis non-heterosexual path in america there's just so many overlapping layers between the l the g the b and the t that to to separate one group off of that and say hey their plight isn't similar enough to ours or hey the way the way that it reads to me as a trans woman hey you know what we've gained mainstream acceptance for the most part these, this small group over here, this less than 1%, this 1.4 million people in this country are giving our group a bad name. How, how do we separate ourselves from that? And I don't think that's the majority of the LGBT community. But there's definitely a small subset that, that that's how it comes across. Hey, we've gained acceptance. Let's not screw this up now.
0: One of the dynamics that I think goes goes on here is particularly this idea of, of outing people or uh, assuming that people know you know one of the things that Jeff Varner said in his his terrible apology on Twitter was that um, he said, "I recklessly revealed something I mistakenly believed everyone already knew, which of course goes against the fact that he said that everyone was being deceived and and that nobody knew um, but 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 the idea that well Everyone must know that somebody is transgender because you can just tell if they're transgender. And that's why, you know, gay people can hide. Like you, a, gay, a gay man, most of the time, can hide that he's gay. But well, a trans person, you know, of, of course you can tell uh, uh, if somebody is transgender. And I think that years ago, I used to think that. And you, 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 I come to learn that some people I thought might be trans aren't and some people who I thought weren't trans are. And then you have a huge swath of people in the middle who, you know, uh, uh, to struggle to "quote unquote" pass. And and I think that there's a there's just kind of a misunderstanding there. This idea that every trans person is obviously trans, and everyone who you think is obviously trans is in fact trans.
2: Yeah, I mean, if if you go and watch some of those old terrible Maury Povich shows, um, there's no way that that you could know who is and who isn't. I'm, I, I assure you I could post a stream on or a, a thread on Twitter of different trans people that are openly trans that you would have no idea just by looking at them or just by talking to them. And there's plenty of trans women or trans men like myself who are six foot two and don't really try to hide it. Like I, you know, passing is something that is a, um, it's a pretty important part for some people of being trans not to be, not to be read is, is what it's called in or or how I refer to it. That when you're walking down the street, nobody knows that you used to be, uh, you used to live your life as a male or that you used to live your life as a female. Um, That's an important part to some people. And I'm sure if I had that opportunity, it would be equally important to me, but that's not how the cards fell. And, you know, you look at somebody like Brittany Reiner who's six foot eight, do you automatically think that she's trans just because she's super tall? Or, you know, some of these, these power lifters who have, have built muscle and, and embody more of a masculine body type, are they trans? No, you're just, you're taking things and trying to categorically put it in a box. That's not, that's not the reality of the situation at all. And, thankfully we're getting to a point in our society where people are starting to understand that. But, you know, like you guys said, right before I came on with you, this kid may be a hero or this, this gentleman may be a hero to some people in the country, but to the greater majority, at least from my experiences on the West coast and on social media, um, this guy just made a huge mistake and, and, made some pretty inappropriate comments about somebody of his own community. And, you know, I just – I don't understand how somebody in this community could do that, knowing what he likely went through to get to the point in his life where he could be out and comfortable and confident. I just don't understand.
1: Well, following up on some of that, there was a really good column in the New York Times. I mean, this episode was filmed months ago, so I guess CBS gave a heads up to – certain people knew it was coming, um, you know, this particular thing. Um, and a trans woman who's also an ethicist and she wrote a piece where she said trans identity isn't a secret it's private there's a difference and yet the ethicist in me believes there comes a moment when self-disclosure is indeed necessary for some this moment comes before sexual intimacy for others uh, intimacy less a point than the emotional kind and I want to know do you think or at what point for you is self-disclosure necessary because she said for her it was li- when she came out as trans the biggest change Was not in going from male to female It was going from being a person with a secret To a person without one I want to know what do you think of that I
2: mean that's, that's, a, that's a really nice way to put a bow On something so Important to, to oneself. self Self disclosure in my opinion Comes whenever you're ready For it to come whenever you're ready to To share Your deepest Most private, intimate insecurity, when you're ready for the world to know that, that's when it's time to share it. Um, You know, I've often referred to being trans before being out as an insecurity, and that's what it was. I, I worked really hard to keep it secret and keep it hidden and not let people know, aside from those in my closest group, because I know what the potential repercussions are. I know about the housing discrimination and the job discrimination and the whispers behind your back. I play in a softball league and it's softball tournaments out here where everybody knows that I'm trans and people still speak ill until I get a chance to play with them. And they have a chance to quote unquote, this is several people's words. So they get a chance to benefit from the fact that I'm a female playing on their team. So until you're ready to, to face all of that on your own, Without any support, without any, any backing, without any ability to, to run and hide, self-disclosure is, is not necessary. When you're ready to do that, that's when it's time to come out, own up, and, and let the world know, in, in my opinion.
0: Uh, Jamie, I know, I know you have to, to run, but there's one question that I wanted to ask you that's kind of separate from the whole outing issue, and that's something I don't know if you're familiar with Andrea Yearwood in Connecticut, who's a transgender high school um, runner. And you know, in her first race, uh, using no blocks as a freshman, she, she matched last year's state champion record. And people are, talk, you know, people are starting to talk about <laughs> um, uh, this, this transgender girl you know potentially shattering state record she's not on hormones uh, Connecticut does not mandate that and one of the things that has, has been so important to talk about is is literally sports as a life-saving uh, uh, element to the lives of trans people i know that sports has meant a lot to you the participation in sports uh, uh, in softball, and and uh, I know you played on a women's volleyball team in um, in 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 the Cincinnati shootout. Can you just talk for a minute before you leave about about the importance to you of participating in sports as uh, as a woman.
2: So for me, okay. So at the high school level, I I can't speak about it because there's there's a lot of work to be done in terms of making things. Fair, and I'm I'm a big big fan of making things fair. I don't I don't like cheaters. I don't like people who try to gain advantages. So for me, that's an important part. Uh, participating as a female athlete in sports, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, came out and said, Hey, listen, you know, you've got to be transitioned for X amount of years. You've got to be on hormones for a full year before you can you can apply to play as a female. Um, you have to have consistent blood work done to show that your testosterone levels are at or below the range of a typical cisgender female at your same age group. So playing sports for me as a female, it's not important to be able to play as a female. It's important for me to be able to play with a group of people where I'm able to compete. So if I was playing softball in men's leagues, at the level that I'm playing softball in women's leagues, it wouldn't be a fair comparison. Uh, Hormone replacement therapy does a lot to a person's body. So when you block testosterone, it takes longer for your body to recover. When you block testosterone, your body doesn't build muscle as quickly. When you introduce estrogen, you lose muscle mass. You lose the ability to do things that you used to do. So I can tell you from from a personal perspective, being on hormones for the last year and a half, I've lost strength in massive amounts. Um, I used to be able to bench press 50% more than I can now. I used to be able to, I, I was a manager of a restaurant. I used to be able to move 80-pound boxes of chicken, no issue. Um, after about six months on hormones, I was struggling to move 40 pounds of chicken. So, like, people people see things and, oh, she trained as a man, she lived as a man, she, you know, X, Y, and Z as a man for however many years. Sure, that, that's all true. I, I played sports as a male from the time I was four to 33. But that doesn't change the fact that as soon as you start taking hormones on a consistent basis, you immediately lose a large part of those advantages. And uh, a friend of mine, Caitlin Burns, she's on Twitter at, at transcribe. She wrote a piece, I believe, for the establishment, highlighting scientific research for this. And if scientists have done their work and the International Olympic Committee has deemed this appropriate, I think that there's a lot of, of uh, truth behind the science. The IOC isn't interested in creating an unfair uh, sporting environment for any of its athletes. So, when the IOC came out and said all of that, I felt it legitimized kind of where we're at and what we're doing. Um, so, that's, that's kind of where my, my thought process is on it. It's not about me being able to compete as a female. It's about me being able to compete at a, a fair level and not be at a disadvantage playing with men who do have testosterone and aren't introducing estrogen and aren't blocking all their testosterone production. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for. Uh, I know you got a yeah, so so for much. joining us and giving some insight
2: here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I look forward to being on with you all again soon. Bye.
0: Bye. You will. <laughs> Bye. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks, Jamie, for, for joining us. And, and Jim, have, have, have you taken a look at the apology that this guy issued on Twitter? <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. I mean, it, it's... It, let me be clear. Outing someone is assault. If if you thought that outing <clears throat> someone was assault, how did you... I don't understand how you... I don't understand how you did that.
1: Uh, I mean, the only thing that was interesting is that a million dollars at stake and we all wonder what we would do in circumstances like horrific circum- being forced with a choice. And the only thing I can say is this guy, for whatever reason, thought this was a st- he thought this was his strategy to win this game. And I mean, it's like he was out of his mind or something because it clearly was a strategy that had the opposite effect where they literally didn't even have to take a vote because everyone knew he was going off but I think he thought in a weird way he thought everybody was going to be transphobic that when they found out this quote-unquote shocking secret they were going to turn on wow. Zeke and not turn on him and I think that's what a lot of it was and there was one of one of the contestants a woman who said I'm from a small town I don't know people like that but I've cocked a no Zeke, and it opened my eye. Like She was like – fell over herself with saying oh, what a moment this was for her to learn something. And I think this guy probably just thought, you know what? These people will use this against him, and they'll get rid of him, and this will make me stronger. That's the only thing I can think about it because it's like his 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 apology is basically saying anybody who do that is a horrible person. <laughs> and, yeah, by the way, I just did
0: that. Yeah, I, it's just – it was – I mean it was so – Sad and and you know I, I haven't heard it you off know, for a long for years anybody say that, that that trans people don't belong in the LGBT community I I, I have not heard that probably I hear it definitely. I still
1: see it occasionally from people but, you know so I, I always bring it up because I have heard people even ask me that specifically and so I give the same answer mm-hmm. Jamie game and and we had Nick Adams on last year the same thing but people I have had. Gay men ask me that specifically, and I think I think it's still a bit of a problem um, with the gay community. And so I do well, think I, that's why I, I like to I, ask I, people that question.
0: So, well, my, my, just to finish where I was going with it, 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 I haven't heard that that they don't belong, but I have heard tons, tons, copious amount of total misunderstanding, total lack of knowledge. Uh, p- people who don't know a trans person, um, a lot of my friends will use uh, pejorative terms about trans people m- liberally around me, and I will stop them, and, and they'll say, they'll say, almost without fail, "Oh, Queen, I know, you know, I know um, Chichi Larue, and she says it's fine," or "I, I know, I know um, RuPaul, and she says it's fine." And it's like um, those are drag queens; those are not transgender people. They are two totally different things. And and for this guy to think I am going to use this person's LGBT identity against them, uh, <laughs> it, it's it's abhorrent. I I I I I just can't imagine. I can't imagine using anyone's LGBT. And I'll add Q, Q, I, A, P, 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 like any of any identity, trying to use that against them, or the fact that they're female or black, like just, this guy, I, I, it's just the, the mindset behind it, it was just so odd. And, and unfortunately, I really do think there's such a lack of understanding. And I think a lot of gay men don't even care to understand trans people. And maybe even worse, and I'll finish with this right now. I think they think they do understand trans people, and they have no yeah. clue
1: well, one thing I discovered um before we came on that uh glad had worked with c b s and Zeke on sort of in essence this episode um so I know some people think c b s should not have aired it i've I've seen that a few places, but you know i I think the react- the reality was this is what actually happened on the show and this sort of cover that over and yet cbs at least decided to contact Ladd ahead of time and sort of get they got nick adams on board with this so the story was told and zeke had a chance to frame his story the way he wanted to i don't know if that just meant they kept certain things in from the edit but it is a point of clarification because people have, some people have said cbs should not have aired the episode period obviously i think had zeke objected to it airing it probably would have been something they would have fought over but he apparently uh worked with them on, on getting this out. But yeah, I don't, I don't understand it either. There's still a lot of, a lot of misconception. I think trans people in terms of their public perceptions are sort of where gay people were in many ways, 15, 20 years ago. There's still a lot of ignorance, a lot of confusion. Um, and yeah, I mean, I still, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan of reality TV. What I myself I, I I watching that entire 14 minute clip, like riveted saying this is like sort of amazing, um, yeah. We have it on the website, and it was just—it was one of those moments that, uh, apparently, even the guy who, you know, the, the host of it said he's never seen anything like it in their 34 seasons of doing the show. Like, it caught everybody by surprise. That's why I think yeah. somebody on our site said, "Oh, it was staged," and I just—I no, don't think this one was staged.
0: Well, and 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 I brought up the uh, the story of Andrea Yearwood. Um, you know, our culture is 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 coming to. Uh, meet trans people all the time now, particularly in the media. And I think that it was great that Zeke decided to let this episode air and let it air in it's, its full and and, and and come out to the world. And I, it's just it, it's so important. Um, and I look at Andrea, who I know we are going to be talking about for years, and the role of sports in the lives of transgender people and the importance of participation balancing participation with quote-unquote fairness and what is fair and unfair and we're, we're, we're going to be having these conversations for years and but i think that what you and i at least and jamie are unanimous on is what is not fair is that you out transgender people uh against their will or or without their permission or knowledge
1: yeah, and the funny thing about this was that it was the non gay cast members on Survivor who got that immediately and it was the gay guy who kind of threw it out there. Thinking yeah, and, that his and, straight his, thinking the straight people would say, Oh yeah, God, I'm shocked by this revelation and deception and instead they turned on the guy who who broke the secret.
0: Well the fact that the fact that he used the word the word there is a deception going on here. Yeah. I mean that is just what I'm showing is a deception. He used the word deception twice. I mean, yeah. that is like, whoo, just brutal and just so stupid. Well, I, don't, I would be curious to see what happens with Jeff Varner is his name, at Jeff Varner, spelled as you'd think it would be with a J. You can go see his apology. and uh, He's got 4,000 likes, so I guess somebody's buying it. Um, but that's all the time we have this week. Um, we'll be back next week talking about who knows what. Jim, have a great week, and we'll talk to you later. You
1: too.